Yeah, I think that you're super not alone in the fear of the trolls. I hear that from people all the time that they're like, I don't want to deal with the haters. I don't want to deal with the trolls. I don't want to deal with this like random human, like, you know, the mom of my high school high school ex who like watches all my stories for some mysterious reason you know what I mean like we all have those humans who were like why the fuck are you watching all my stories but there they are you know and so many people feel that you're not alone in that and I'm sure like so many of your listeners are, are probably like yep 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 Hi, I'm Caitlin Pyatt, owner of Authentic Branding and Marketing, where I work with female entrepreneurs to brand, market, and grow their small businesses. I'm your host for this podcast, Startup Marketing. I'm a mom of three and entrepreneur, so if you ever hear little kids in the background, it's just my life, trying to make this all work while I build a business. I worked as a corporate marketer for over 12 years, where I focused on marketing and branding strategy, along with marketing management. Often, I heard small business owners say they weren't doing any marketing because they couldn't afford to outsource it to an agency and they didn't know how to do it themselves. When I started my business, I knew I could take my expertise and my experience to help women thrive by teaching them how to create strategic marketing plans they could feel confident about and show them the tools to make managing their marketing easy and efficient. So if you're an entrepreneur out there who's Googling how to brand and market your business, you've come to the right place. The goal of Startup Marketing is to make all of my marketing knowledge accessible and actionable so you can take it and level up your business. I'm a huge marketing nerd and I'm passionate about sharing everything I know with you. This podcast is genuinely one of my favorite things to create. So get ready to learn about all things marketing. All right. Hey, Start Marketing listeners. Welcome to today's episode. Our guest is Caroline Addington. Caroline is a scientist who discovered she had a real gift for organic marketing, building community, and creating a compelling vibe on Instagram. When her friends who are coaches started asking her how she was doing it, her business was born. She's deeply in love with helping heart-centered online coaches finally figure out how to attract their ideal clients on Instagram. Now, you all know by now that social media is not my forte as a marketer. So while I'm definitely working on it, I'm not quite there, which is why I'm super excited for this conversation today. So let's dive in. Hi, Caroline, and welcome to Start Marketing. I'm excited to have you here today. Thank you. I'm super excited to be here. And I mean, I can jam all day on social media, so <laughs> I'm happy to provide <laughs> Yay. All right. I am super excited for this. Um, like I said in the intro, I am not a social media person. I have it. I don't do it well. It is just not something that I have like cultivated. I struggle a lot with it. So I'm super excited to kind of dive into this. But first, tell me, how did you move from science to Instagram marketing? And what is that journey like? Because it sounds fascinating. It was fascinating to live, <laughs> to be honest. Um, it was a series of, um, I, you know, I can't take credit for it. I have to give credit to like the universe at large. It was a series of uh, moments where the, it, it just became increasingly obvious that where I was and how I was approaching my life was not sustainable. You know, when I was in the sciences, I was chronically stressed. I was, uh, had all kinds of ways that I was keeping myself small and putting my personality in a box. And that was taking a toll on my physical health. And, um, so it was just a series of decisions to 
release the parts that weren't really me and honor the parts that are truly all of us that, you know, our heart, our love, and just follow that path um, is the most succinct way that I think I could describe it because it was definitely a winding path. You know, it's a sharp left turn to leave uh, a lab studying chronic stress and depression and start doing <laughs> Instagram marketing. Um, but that that was the common thread is just continuously following the heart. Yeah, I think that's really important throughout business in general, but I can imagine that it's it's a big shift. And I think it's ironic that you said you were chronically stressed, but you were studying I know. stress and I know. depression. Um, so was that like illuminating at some point to be like, holy crap, I'm like, I'm studying this stuff and like, here it is. It's me. Like I could just be studying myself and like, 100%. did that kind of help propel you to be like, yeah, I just want to, I want something better and different. And I think, um, it's, I think a lot of us get into business for ourselves because we are tired of not being following our heart and kind of putting ourselves in those boxes that just don't feel like they fit. And then that, that lack of a fit creates all of that stress that just kind of drives it. It's a vicious circle. So yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, during that, yeah, yeah. So during that journey, that you know, is that kind of where you learned how to cultivate your authentic and that vibe, like your Instagram? And I, you know, once we booked this interview, I had scoped it out and just make sure, like that. You know, it is what you say it is. And yeah. I I love what you have on there. You know, like your voice is so authentic. I love the way you talk. I like the fact that like you swear and you just, it feels like you show up exactly as you. And just in the like, the few minutes that we had before we actually started recording and from what I've seen, I was like, oh my gosh, this is, it. I see how it translates exactly over like you in person to you on Instagram. So how how do you start to cultivate that? Like, did you just go in unapologetically and you were like, I don't care. I'm just going to put myself out there exactly as I am. Or did you have to kind of learn how to cultivate the vibe that like, that you have now? Yes, both. <laughs> so my personality <laughs> is a uh, very like go-getter. So 100%, I, I went in with a little bit of reckless abandon and I was like, can I swear on your podcast? It's really hard for me to censor myself. Yeah, no, you're fine. Okay. <laughs> I went into it with kind of like, fuck it all. I'm just going to go do the things. And, um, you know, it's interesting because that actually, the longer I keep walking this path, the more I've been able to clearly see that wasn't my authentic self either. You know, I think that there's a lot around the word authenticity, a lot of concepts, a lot of like affiliations that people have with this word that kind of muddle what it is, but it has been a learned process. I, you know, being on social media with a fuck it all attitude, you're still, you know, you're, you've still got some armor on, you know, it, it can show up either like we can, we can armor ourselves either through not wanting to share and not feeling like it's safe to share or by, you know, almost this like pushing, <laughs> pushing and like rah, 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 I'm going to like 
I don't, I don't care. I'm going to do the things, but you you do care. Otherwise it wouldn't be a thing that you would, that would even be in your awareness and be in your consciousness. Right. So that's where I started, um, was very, you know, out, like very outspoken, but over time, that's actually, uh, kind of come into balance a little bit more. And that's where the learning has been because what authenticity really means to me at this point is being true to the moment, you know, true to what is, (laughs) whether it's in life, whether it's on social media, which is just a microcosm of life. And that takes honest, self-assessment over and over and over again. And it can be incredibly confronting. And I think that that's why people struggle so much with being themselves, whether it's on social media or in their, you know, quote unquote, in real life relationships, is that you, it requires you to continuously be honest with yourself about what is in that moment and then be and share and speak from that place, you know? Um, So that has been the thing that's been, and it's still an unfolding journey. I think that that's a beautiful unfolding that we as humans get to play with over and over again for a long time. Um, It's not like a overnight kind of thing, but that's where the learning has really been um, in the journey, if that answers your question. No, totally. I I think it's interesting you said that you know you kind of either put up this armor where it's like I don't share or you go in with that reckless abandon and I think I'm on the other side of the spectrum I'm like I just don't I just don't share I social media to me you mentioned you said something about you know feeling safe to do it and one of my guests earlier in the year had a way um he calls it mapping your sensitivities and it's basically like kind of these six um containers that you sort of like to live your life in and so that it relates back to your branding and how you choose to show up in your business. And one of my containers is that I like to feel safe. And that doesn't always mean that I don't like take risks or whatever. But we talked about social media because I was like, you know, I I I don't hate social media. I just it was like I never feel safe posting on it. I don't want to deal with like the trolls and the haters and it's just it is like exhausting. It drains all of my energy to like think about those things. Um and so it's it's interesting that you kind of you have to like curate that balance and and it it is a journey and I think like I've I've have partnered with a friend of mine who helps run my social media. She's a VA and now she helps run mine. And so like, she is like, you know, she nudges me yeah, and she knows kind of how to prod me along to say like, all right, we're, we're going to try a little bit more now and it's going to be fine. So yeah, yeah. but it well, is really. Yeah. Go for it. Yeah. I think that you're super not alone in the fear of the trolls. I hear that from people all the time mm-hmm. that they're like, I don't want to deal with the haters. I don't want to hear, deal with the trolls. I don't want to deal with this like random human, like, you know, the mom of my high, high school ex who like watches all my stories for some mm-hmm. mysterious reason. You know what I mean? Like we all have those humans who were like, why the fuck are you watching all my stories? But there they are, you know? And so many people feel mm-hmm. that you're not alone in that. And I'm sure like so many of your listeners are, are probably like, yep, yep, yep. But you also like, hit the nail on the head in what you were saying, because in the, the the solution is also in what you were saying, right? Is that so much time and energy gets poured into thinking about it and thinking about that 
tension and that experience and that feeling of mm-hmm. unsafety when realistically the glorious thing about life is that if we put ourselves out there and there are haters and there are trolls then we get to have we get to witness ourselves being in that experience, growing through that experience, feeling stronger as a byproduct of that experience. And then we are safe completely. I've 100% had haters on my Instagram, you know, back in the day and and not as many now, um, because I think that as we continue to just shine our shine, it, people are like, oh, well, I'm not going to like fuck with that person. They clearly are like doing their thing. <laughs> but like 100% yeah, I yeah. sure they were haters. And I'm so grateful for it because, you know, you pop out the other side and you're like, oh, they're just trolls on the internet. I'm safe to post whatever I want mm-hmm. to post because I can hold myself mm-hmm. in the experience of whatever comes, you know? So it's, all the energy that gets poured into worrying about the trolls and worrying about the haters gets reclaimed and it gets turned into creative energy so that you can share from this like vibrant place. So going into the storm and being like, what will be, will be if trolls and haters come, then so be it is actually like the easiest course of action. It's a hell of a lot harder to hold the tension all the time and like put that much energy into worrying about it, you know? Yeah. You sound like, uh, you sound like my therapist. <laughs> 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 about, <laughs> not, uh, <laughs> when I went to see her about totally, you know, totally different, unrelated. I don't see a therapist about social media, <laughs> but, but about other things in my life, you know, she was like, she was like, so I just want to get this straight. Like you're anticipating that something bad will happen. And that's why you're here to talk to me today. Yeah. Yeah. But you, and know, so- you don't really could see a therapist about social media because it's all the same. You know, it's like, it's the same thing that just shows up all over the place. Like social media. Uh, okay. This is, this may sound like a crazy thing to say, but it's, it's the honest truth is that like my relationship with social media has absolutely been a form of spiritual practice and therapy over the years because it reflects back to me so many fears, you know, like it reflects back to us fears of rejection, fears of belonging, fears of, you know, safety and like love and all this value and validation. Like it reflects so much back to us that if we choose to engage with it as a spiritual practice to like help shed all those parts of ourselves, it's 100% therapy. <laughs> Being a content creator is is a spiritual practice and it is a journey of therapy, 100%. Mm-hmm. Totally, totally. I'm going to think about that next time um, I get asked to plan my content and think about like what else I want to do besides yeah. post about my podcast. Um, so I think the other thing too, I find myself um, thinking about and I don't want to say worrying about, but I'm more conscious of it. So I have, I have three little kids and I am, I try to be very aware of like how much time I spend staring at my phone, especially when they're around because I don't want them to feel like they have to compete with my phone to get my attention. Like there's plenty of life happening in front of me that I get to immerse myself in that gives me a lot of joy and I don't want to get sucked into feeling like I have to spend all of this time checking my DMs, 
and people say, you know, like, oh, you have to build relationships. And so make sure you're like DMing people and you're participating in groups and you're like looking for ways to answer questions and add value and all of that. And I'm like, yeah, that's, that's great. But like, while my kids are not home, I am hunkered down and I'm focused on like the stuff I have to get done for my business. And then when they get home, I don't want to be staring at my phone, engaging with strangers. I want to be like cultivating these little humans that I have like the privilege of living with and raising. So how do I, how do I build those relationships without being glued to my phone and missing all the life that's happening around me? I love this question so much. Okay. So (laughs) first to address the advice that's out there about, you know, the most common one, DM 10 people a day and like be active in all these Mm -hmm. groups and all these things. You know, what's interesting, I I don't adhere to that and I don't subscribe to that personally. And you don't have to (laughs) in order to build relationships with people. I love that. Yeah. When you show up as your full self, right? And and actually, like you totally, you know, provided an example of this at the beginning of the episode when you were like, you know, I saw your vibe on Insta and then I met you in person, well, virtually in person on Zoom. And I it's the same. I feel like I know you. When you show up as your honest to goodness self in any given moment, then that cultivates a way deeper relationship with people than artificially being in their DMs because you have to, you know, or because somebody told you that Mm. you should. People all the time, like, you know, I'll hop on a call with someone who's doing like a reading, a channeled reading, because I also do that, or who's thinking about working with me. And like, this is the first time that I'm meeting them. And so I'm all the time, I'm still like, uh, we are building a relationship now from ground zero, but they don't feel that way at all. They know me, you know, they're like, they may have, we may have never talked in the DMs, but they feel very much like they know who I am and like have a sense of who I am because that's how I show up on my stories. That's how I show up in my posts. Right. So, you know, if you're not really being yourself, then yeah, you probably do have to DM 10 people a day and be active in all these groups and do all these things to cultivate, oh, I'm going to use a a term that might sound like intense, but artificial intimacy, right? To cultivate artificial intimacy by be by just like being in their world over and over again versus real intimacy by just being yourself. And then people can't help but want to connect with you because that's what we all want. We all want to feel safe to be ourselves and to know that we can be ourselves. And when we see someone else doing it, it gives us permission to do it ourselves. And we are magnetized to that. We gravitate towards that. And that creates real intimacy without having to like scurry around like a busy bee and like be on your phone all the time. So that's the main thing that I would say. Another thing that Uh, I do often that helps me to not get totally sucked into the app is I'll take mini vacations from social media or I'll take a hiatus. Like I just got off of a two week hiatus from Instagram and that's another, you know, yeah, yeah. That's another thing in the social media marketing world. That's like 
nope, consistent, be there every day from now until the day that you die. <laughs> like never, no days <laughs> off. But, you know, if you're going back to this idea that you being yourself is the most important thing, if you are finding that you're forcing yourself to be on there because, you know, you think you have to, that's not freedom. You know, that's not going to be a fulfilling relationship with the app. And you can have a fulfilling relationship with the app and with all the humans that you meet on it. So whenever I find myself in a place of force, I usually will stop and take a couple days off. And this time I'm like going through a bit of a like reorientation and a brand upgrade. So I took a longer break to really be like, okay, where are we going? And that's fabulous. Like, you know, picking right back up where we left off and you can absolutely do that. The, you know, there's the other benefit of that is that you get to see when you do go back to the app, you get to see old habits popping back up where you're like, whoa, I'm noticing that. Now that I'm opening it back up, I feel a compulsion to be on here. Okay, let's like not go down that rabbit hole. We're going to like do it very deliberately and very intentionally with really strong boundaries. So those would be the two things that I would offer people is being yourself is way more effective at building relationships than being in people's DMs all day, every day. And number two, don't be afraid to step away from the app so that you can have a more intentional relationship with it that's not so compulsive. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I think that intentionality and setting those boundaries, that's something that, you know, I, like I look at my kids and my husband and I, we set boundaries for them with screen time all, all the time. Like there's a certain amount of time they get for TV. They have little Kindle Fire tablets and they have time limits on there. And like we we set these boundaries all the time for our kids and I, sh- I should be able to set them for myself too. Like I, I think that's super smart and I've thought about that quite a bit every – in recent, recent days. I'm like, you know what? If I don't want to be stuck and glued to my phone all the time when my kids are around, like when they get home, I should just make it a habit to like put it upstairs in the bedroom and just – ignore it for a couple of hours and just because if it's not around, I'm not going to be like, oh, well, while we're sitting here watching a cartoon that, no offense, kids, I don't really care about and I'm not interested in, you know, I find myself scrolling on my phone. And so I should be able to set those boundaries for for myself as well. I think that's amazing advice. And, and showing and not having to be in people's DMs to me is like the most authentic advice I could get. And that's that's the name of my business is authentic branding and marketing. And I have never once followed a DM strategy because I'm like, I it just doesn't feel genuine to me. Like I wouldn't engage with a person like this in real life. Right. So I'm I'm not going to like force it through social media. Like everybody knows why I'm there. If I haven't like, if I don't engage with you, if I don't like chit chat with you in your comments and things like that, the second I slide into your DMs, it's like, Hey girl, like tell me about your business. Like what's your passion? That doesn't sound like me. And they're going to see right through that. They're going to be like, okay, so you're here to like feel me out for a sale. And then immediately they're not going to want to talk to me because people do that to me and I don't talk to them. Yep. I block them. (laughs) Yeah. 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 So I think that's, 
it's so great. It's refreshing to hear like you don't you don't have to do that. I can't tell you how many like social media coaches I follow on Instagram who are like, here's my secret thing. And you like download it and you're like, okay, so I have to dedicate five hours a day to like talking to people that quite honestly, like I don't care about them. I've just randomly, I found them today to meet my quota. I don't yeah. really care. Like it turns people. I don't want to be friends with everybody on the internet. Yeah. yeah. It, it yeah, turns yeah. people into numbers. Totally. Because then it, you know, a lot of the people who uh, preach that are kind of, they're playing a numbers game, right? Where it's like, okay, well, if you DM mm-hmm. 10 people mm-hmm. a day, then over the course of six months, you've DM'd X number of humans. And, you know, even just by random chance, then you're likely to book X number of calls. <laughs> and so, but exactly true by the math, but it is not a fulfilling way to do business, right? If you're just doing business for the numbers, there's no soul in that. There's no spirit in that. There's no aliveness in that. And it will very quickly become something that does not fulfill your your deeper being and the deeper parts of you Mm -hmm. that are in it to help people, right? To help humans, not to play a numbers game. I had, yeah, I, it's funny you say that because I had this conversation with a guest of mine from a while back just recently the other day. She posted something on Facebook about like, do you do cold DMs? And she's like, as a marketing coach, this is one of like my most frequently asked questions is like, how am I, how do I be successful with these cold DMs? And she was like, you don't. Right. And, and I said something very similar. I said, you know, like it just, I had somebody, I had a sales coach um, who she is very, very successful at what she does. She is like killing it in her online business that she started. Uh, she works in like corporate sales. So she, and, and she gave me the strategy that involved like cold DMs and calls and emails. And I, w- I was super jazzed about it at first. And then I literally, I never started it because... I looked at it and I'm like, okay, this doesn't feel like me. And this feels like this is a numbers game. Like every day I'm going to have to pick 20 people to start this strategy with because probably like 10 10 times out of 10, they're not going to respond to me until like I'm 15 days into the spamming people with this. And I was like, that is a lot of icky feeling to wade through every day to say in order to grow my business and like do what I love, I have to wade through this really awful feeling of finding people to DM and try to get business from. I was like, and and like, I know that they frame it up as like, well, you're adding value because you like talk to that, you know, like you can send them like information and things that like, hey, I found this and I thought of you and I think it'd be really valuable. And I'm like, I get it. It might add value, but on the surface, the intention, the place that it's coming from isn't actually for me to add value to them. Right. Because at the end of the day, if I didn't think I was going to get a sale from them, would I be doing this? No. Right. I wouldn't be reaching out to them. And so to me, I was like, this isn't a strategy I can get behind. It just doesn't feel good to me. It's to- I If it feels good to you, like by all means, go, like, go for it. I, it does not bother me. But for me as a business person, like that, I just, it makes me cringe. And I don't want, I don't want to cringe every time I think of 
your business marketing my business and, like that, and your relationship yeah i think you're hitting on something really important is like the ability to because there's hard icky stuff that is valuable to wade through every day you know and i, I mean mm-hmm. i am an advocate like massive advocate for wading through hard icky stuff every day but there's you know being able to discern okay is this hard and icky because it's going against my gut, it's going against my values, it's going against what my heart is asking me to do? Or is it hard and icky because it's scaring the living hell out of me and it's time for me to grow, mm-hmm. right? Like there's a there's an important mm-hmm. discernment there. And that's like such a valuable skill, the ability to discern between the two and then show up for the hard and ickies that are growth oriented that will free us from the parts of us that we're ready to release, like the the most valuable skills in life, which is a bold statement. It's the most valuable ones. They're the most valuable ones that I've found so far, you know, because the, the wading through hard icky stuff every day in the name of personal freedom and self-realization, that is so rewarding and so fulfilling. And that will create more momentum in your business faster than anything else, anything else. Like I cannot tell, like, I feel like I spent so much time early in my business spinning my wheels, like trying to figure out how to do the things, trying to figure out how to do the things, which I'm sure so many people can resonate with. Like maybe they're there now and they're like, yup, I am flooding my inbox with freebies. I'm like working my ass off and not getting any clients. And finally started to really sit with the things that I was most avoiding and most within myself, the things that I was most avoiding, most afraid of every day And that is really when my business started to get traction back in like 2019 and things really, really, really started to grow and take off. And, you know, just in the last, I actually did a, recorded a podcast episode about this. It's going to drop next week on my podcast um, that in the last week I've started to play with taking this to a new depth where it's not just facing off and like leaning into and embracing the the hardest, stickiest things in a day, but any and all things that take us out of our center that make that kind of pass through our psyche and pass through our mind and make us feel like, oh, I'll deal with that later. I'm not in the right quote unquote headspace to deal with that right now. <laughs> you know, whether it's a text or a DM that comes through or whatever it is where we're like, oh, I need, I'm not in the right headspace to deal with that now. Those things, whether they're the big, hard, sticky things or the little things, they're coming through right on time. You know, mommy universe, life at large, they don't uh, make mistakes on that. So if it's coming through and you don't, you know, whether it's like a big, hard, sticky thing or a little hard, kind of hard, kind of sticky thing, if it's popping up in your world and you don't feel like you're in the headspace to tackle it, then tackling it and being present with it is the exact thing that will clear your headspace. So, you know, just coming full circle to the idea of like wading through, like you were saying, daily wading through hard stuff in business. There's the kind where you're, you know, in your case, cold DMing and like going against your gut and going against your intuition and going against your heart versus wading through the stuff that you know is 
growing you and, you know, helping you walk forward on your path in life. And that wading through that hard, sticky stuff every day is the most fulfilling way to build a business, build a life, at least that I've found. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I seriously, the way that like came together gives me goosebumps because that is, that is absolutely true. There are things that I have to push myself to do every single day that I'm growing from. And then there are things that I look at and I go, this just doesn't, I'm going to put this on my plate and it's just going to be one more thing that I have to do. And that's always you hit the nail on the head. Like that's always the way that I kind of decide what gets on the list and what doesn't. If it stretches me, if it grows me, even if it doesn't feel good, it because it's a growth moment, I it still gets space and time on that list. If it's something that I'm like, I, I just feel obligated to do this and I can't really, I don't know what I'm going to get out of it. And it just, it goes against like my grain as a person, then it just doesn't make it into my business life because I don't I don't have the capacity to like fill my business, which it's stressful enough building a business. I don't have time to fill it with like additional things that I don't like doing and that bullshit I can't is the word for that. that I don't <laughs> yeah, yeah. The bullshit, exactly. <laughs> like I don't have time for the bullshit. I just I need to do the stuff that's going to like grow me and stretch me and and build this business. Yeah. And so I think that's I think that's amazing. So this this has been fantastic. One let's put a little like bow on it. What is one actionable step we've talked about a lot, but what is like the first baby step that listeners can take to kind of start doing and being more authentic and real on Instagram? Yeah, I think that, so it's a little bit of a merger of everything that we've talked about, right? So at the beginning, we were talking about like being your yourself and being like real authenticity, being true to what is in a moment and what you feel compelled to share um, and not, not being afraid of the trolls and the haters, right? And then it, you know, tying into what we were just talking about around the hard stickies and really not being afraid to like be present with the hard stickies. This may not seem tangible to people, but it is get out your journal, (laughs) get on your meditation pillow. And I promise you, it'll be like the most effective strategy that you could ever take is to, you know, sit with the hard stickies that come up around being yourself on social media. You know, when you imagine, um, Okay. So great example. Right before this interview, I took a dance break and I just videoed myself taking a dance break and like share and like not a half-assed, we're kind of dancing, but we know people are watching like a (laughs) genuine dance break as if no one was there. How would I move my body to like recharge myself? Right. And then like posting that publicly. So when you think about doing something like that, what stickies come up, what hard things come up, what fears come up that you are kind of like, I can't do that because journal on that, sit with that and lean into those things um, and just go do them because they will free you up to be your whole self. And, you know, you can just do a little bit of that every day. It will free you up to be your whole self online and that will create so much momentum and so much traction in a business. 
Ah, I'm going to do that. That sounds amazing. Also, that dance break makes my heart. So if my daughter is, she's going to be five next week and she just started hip hop dance class the other day and they have free dance at the end and they, you know, they all just turn on and they dance however they want. And she was just like all out. She used like every inch of her body and like filled up all the space around her. And I was like, you go get it girl. Because like, I would be, I looked at that and I was like, I admire you so much because I would be so self-conscious. And here is this like little five-year-old girl who is so easily embarrassed but in that moment, she was just like, she was just totally herself and she was like unapologetic about it. And I was like, I need to take a lesson from you. That is And amazing. so I feel like you just, you just gave me like the professional adult version of what I just saw, like my, my five-year-old do. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm so if you do it, if you do it on Instagram, tag me, I want to see you. <laughs> totally. I totally will. I totally will. I'm is that is gonna be my goal. That will be my goal this week is to like yeah. to, to do this exercise and then to like post this. So okay. I am you've heard it here. Like I'm committing to it. <laughs> oh my god, I can't wait. Can't that wait is awesome. Oh man. All right. Where can where can listeners connect with you? I'm most active on Instagram. Surprise. <laughs> um, so my handle is at caroline.addington underscore. That's where, like, if you if you find me on there, you won't miss anything. Um, that's the first place that most people hear about all this stuff. And then there's all kinds of good free stuff at the website, carolineaddington.com. We are revamping it as I speak. Just this morning before the interview, so I was exciting. like... Yeah, crossing some T's and dotting some I's. So the branding is getting a revamp, um, which is really exciting. But there's all kinds of cool free stuff over there, um, including like a monthly. I I mentioned in the episode I also channel. So anyone who's into the woo and into the mystical, um, there's a free monthly channel teaching over there, which is like, you know, just kind of helps you with the spiritual side of the journey, which we've kind of been hitting on in this episode. Um, And then a bunch of tangible stuff as well to help you like get clear on ideal client things and um, how to show up as yourself and things like that. So for free stuff, head to the website for entertainment and daily good juju, head to Instagram. I love it. I love it. All right, Start Marketing listeners, you have an amazing episode and I sincerely hope you take some of this and you try it. Please let me know, let Caroline know if you do and what the outcome is. Uh, you have heard it. I have committed to dancing. Um, we should so have a group dance party. Today's episode- Everyone ah, dance yes, and okay. it. That would be amazing. Yes. Oh my gosh. Okay. I love that. Group dance party coming up. It's here. Get ready for it. And I hope you've enjoyed today's episode as much as I have. If you did, please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to Start Marketing to help other listeners like you find this podcast. And I've also got some exciting new ways to connect with you. They're linked in my show notes. It's my Patreon, which if you don't know what that is, don't worry. I didn't know either until I went to the podcast conference in August, but it is a way to show support and earn merch and cool things like a coaching session with me when you support my content on Patreon. And I am also launching the Start Marketing Community where you can get exclusive access to guides, courses, 
and me to answer your marketing questions and help you feel more confident about marketing your business. Everything's linked in the show notes. Please go check them out and I will see you next time.